There is a fine line between being indispensable to your business and being a slave to it. But you're in luck. The connection economy gives you all the tools to easily publish your knowledge. And today we discuss just that. You're listening to Digital Bacon FM. Top of the hour here, the weekday brunch with me, Jason Black, and a man who would never, ever be fooled by a smile. Good morning, Mr. Barnes. A very good afternoon to you, Mr. Black. How goes it in the world of Hong Kong? Well, uh, the Rugby Sevens are out of the way now, and uh, the weather's warming up. East is well uh, behind us, and I got back from my cruise in one piece. Yes, do you have a good time? Yeah, I've so luxury, courtesy of uh, the Cunard line from uh, Hong Kong to Singapore. What a great uh, show it was. Very, very nice. Now, your message this morning, rather cryptic, one word, linchpin. Well, my response to that, Mr. Black, is two words. <laughs> Seth Godin. Linchpin, yes, Seth Godin wrote that book. Uh, and the essential premise behind the book is that uh, when you're compiling your business model, you need to anticipate that you're going to become so important to the tribe that you serve that you become indispensable. And by becoming indispensable, you serve to be a linchpin. Now, that's Mm. quite a tall order, um, obviously, but if you can set out with that end in mind, uh, then clearly you're going to develop a business if you're capable of achieving the outcome that will be uh, very valuable, all told. Now, when you talk about linchpin, do you mean the the person as an individual or the company itself? And the reason that I ask you this is because I know that you are very, very involved in your business. And on Mondays, we uh, speak to our business guru, Warren Hill, and he's uh, basically a business coach. And his sole drive is obviously to, to get people's businesses to awesome, but also to extricate the owner of the business so that he works on his business, but it's he's not part of it. How how does yours work, in, and would it be able to work without you being an integral part of it? Yeah, well, this is a secret, right? Because in the connection economy, the key to success is to help people achieve their objectives, and they achieve their objectives ultimately by you helping them answer their questions and help solve their problems. Mm. So because you're going through a publishing exercise, you've got the ability to parlay your knowledge and know-how to the end of um, answering questions and solving problems. And the act of publishing puts that information and knowledge out there on the web uh, and divorces you from the, that material. So you're able through publishing to share your knowledge and know-how uh, and essentially become, uh, in due course, if you do it right, a linchpin without you needing to be formally involved in the business because you've achieved the separation uh, between you and the result mm. um, by uh, by by, uh, by publishing and parlaying your knowledge in that fashion. So, yeah, you don't have to be uh, mar- married to your business or, or enslaved to your business and become a linchpin. The connection economy gives you the opportunity to parlay what you're all about and uh, and give scale to your endeavors. Okay. So tell us more about the book. Well, basically, Seth Golden talks about needing to build a business that uh, is of such importance to your tribe, be that tribe, a big tribe or a small tribe or otherwise, that if they, if, if your presence were removed from the face of the earth, then uh, all hell would let loose because that tribe would there 
for no longer be able to kind of achieve what they're hoping to achieve because you have taken uh, away from them the means that they come to rely upon to Mm. achieve their objectives. Let me give you an example of that. So it would have been about three, four years ago. Um, we, our web, we have, we have about 10,000 pieces of content on our websites. We've got five or seven or eight websites now in actual fact. But three or four years ago, um, our immigration websites, there's three of them, the Hong Kong Visa Center, the Hong Kong Visa Handbook, and the Hong Kong Visa Giza website, yeah. uh, which are all on WordPress. Uh, one of the plugins that we use for WordPress, um, was, uh, compromised and we got hit by a, uh, basically a bug on one of these plugins. And so ourselves, our website, our three websites and 150,000 other websites around the world all got hit and uh, they all basically um, were infected with a piece of uh, sort of viral software that if you surfed onto our websites, then uh, this malicious payload will be released uh, into your website through our website uh, and basically propagating you know viruses and uh, and creating all, all havoc or the kind of thing that, that viruses do mm. so um because google as they do when they uh, regularly um spider their way through your your websites looking for updates and uh, wanting to recompile and re-index your content so that they can be presented to people who are searching against you know searching for information that your websites contain when google came across our website they saw a malicious payload so then they they basically put a, a sort of firewall up and, and a message saying you know this website is compromised do you really want to continue um, and so basically what it means is that you know people don't go on your websites and in actual fact what you've got to do in order to protect your credibility and your position with google you've got to fix that problem straight away mm. so when we got hit with the uh, with this vulnerability we had to take the websites down and we were down for five days over christmas and during that time i got about 80 emails from people saying when's the website coming back up i can't get on with my application i've been worried about this now i'm relying on it and it was at that point jason that i realized actually um, after what we've been in the business about four years by then we'd become a linchpin so you can't become a you can't sort of envisage being a linchpin when you set out. You can certainly have it squarely in mind, and you can develop your proposition, seeking to become indispensable. But it's only after the fact I discovered in my instance, anyway, that you can recognise that you have achieved linchpin status. Because as we did when we got hit with the uh, uh, website uh, vulnerabilities. Um, Customers were telling me, God, when are you coming back? We miss it. We miss it. So, yeah, that's what becoming a linchpin is all about. Okay. And so so it's it's really what you want to achieve, but it's it's quite hard to, to put the, the steps in, 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 in motion to actually get there. Well, it, it, it's a process and it's a way of thinking about your connection economy type proposition and how you're going to publish and, you know, the material that you're going to give away, the material that you're going to, so in a sense, hold back to, to, to monetize in one way, shape or another. It's just about, um, you know, using all the elements of the connection economy type approach to developing your business, knowing that um, if you do it right, then ultimately you're going to create a situation where your tribe will come to rely upon you. And once the tribe has relied, come to rely upon you, then you've achieved for yourself linchpin status. Mm. Now, you know, there's been a lot going on in the news of late, and we've spoken 
a little bit about Facebook and other social media platforms. Um, and one of the things that struck me this week is the word free. Now, I know you use the word free freely, so to speak, in that, mm-hmm. you know, we, if we have a look at the likes of Google and Facebook, you may use the stuff for free, but absolutely there's a serious cost to it in terms of your data and 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 what's being sold about you. Do you think there'll come well, a t- mm-hmm. do you think there'll come a time where you need to try and define the word free because I think it's going to get a bit of a bashing sometime soon? Well, what I don't think is a question of defining the word free. I think it's understanding how free as a concept has worked in um, the world of marketing for the last, well, you've heard the notion there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? Um, (laughs) In my business, it's true. Well, that came out of the uh, New Orleans saloon bars in the 1920s when they wanted to attract people in at lunchtime to uh, basically buy alcohol uh, most people don't drink alcohol at lunchtime. So what they did was they offered free lunches in the expectation that, you know, while people were in there, they would, they would, they would buy drinks. Mm. Um, and that's where the, the contention, there is no such thing as a free lunch came, you know, into being. Mm. And if you think the contention of there being no such thing as a free lunch through, when you look how free as a concept has been applied in marketing, uh, you know, since that time, it's evolved in a number of different ways. But the the final analysis is that historically, under the industrial economy, free itself has always come with some kind of hidden cost. Mm. Therefore, when you look at the connection economy, and then you apply, as we have done, the notion of free in what we do, actually, there is no catch. Mm. Because what is happening is that you're using the idea of free as a means to generate and create relationships. Mm. You use the idea of free to uh, showcase your expertise and, and generate trust in you know what you're all about. Mm. And as a result of that sort of relationship building exercise predicated on a zero cost of, of entry, so to speak, then what you've got is the opportunity there for people to decide if they need professional help with whatever it is that you know they brought that brought them to your website in the first place, uh, and therefore on the back of that, as a result of the relationship garnering a, a quality of your proposition, you um, you're then able to sell services in a very open and very, uh, honest and frank tran- frank and transparent way. So there is actually today in the connection economy, certainly something is a free lunch because if you go onto our websites, literally, you can get absolutely everything that you could possibly need in order to complete any kind of Hong Kong visa application by yourself without paying for any professional help, nothing held back. So the implication of that dynamic, of course, then is, well, okay, what is it that you're actually selling? Because if you're giving everything away for free, but you make money, what's the value exchange that's going on? And we've discussed this before, Jason, but actually because we know immigration in the way that we do, we synthesized the fact of what we sell down to peace of mind. Mm. We sell peace of mind. We don't sell a visa label and a passport or avoidance of queues at the immigration department. Um, And so peace of mind, of course, has been interwoven throughout 
uh, our entire content proposition because it's designed ultimately to parlay the idea that uh, here's here's everything you need to do it, get on with it. You've got our support. You know, we can do this. We can publish once and we can scale it across 10, 10 billion people if we need to. It doesn't cost us anything. Mm-hmm. But if as a result of using our websites and understanding the problem that you've got and the education that you've acquired through using our websites, you come to conclude, no, actually, this stuff's too important for me. I'm not going to do this myself. Uh, I'm going to ask these guys to do it and you know an analogy might be jason that um you're about to set off up the sani pass and you can hear a rattle in your engine and you say to yourself well that's that rattle it could cause a problem for me halfway up the sani pass Mm. should i should i um should i have a look and investigate to see if i can fix that rattle myself i can go on the internet and i can get all the information against the google search rattling in a land rover what could it be um you can get all the uh, information from the internet that tells you how to solve that problem. You could, you probably have the tools to fix it. Uh, but in the back of your mind, you've got this nagging doubt. My God, what happens if I get stuck after the signing pass and this comes, uh, you know, to be a problem for me? Hmm. No, you know what I'll do is I'll head off to, uh, to the, to the local Land Rover, Rover shop and get it fixed. Hmm. So it's that kind of sort of, you know, intellectual process, emotional process that that we put people through in our in our in our proposition on our websites, uh, and that ultimately allows allows them the information that they need to make informed decisions, and then conclude for themselves whether or not they want professional help. So there is such a thing as a free lunch, and um, uh, and if you're good at what you do, you can um, ultimately create a proposition on the internet that becomes so compelling that. Uh, dozens if not hundreds if not thousands or tens of thousands of people or indeed millions of people depending on what you do might very well you know come to rely on that and uh, and and if they lose that resource uh, they've lost you then um, you know that you've become a linchpin well i think also the time comes into it when you have a look at how much time it's going to take you to do yourself at zero cost um, and then the cost that you would pay somebody else to do it. And quite often uh, the cost of somebody else doing it for you is less than the cost that it's going to take you taking yourself away from your business doing something else. Um, now, well, that's right, indeed. indeed. Now, now, talking about free, one of the things that really irritates me uh, when you go onto these different platforms and you, you're looking for a business tool or something like that and you do a Google search and this is free for 30 days, try it out, and you think, okay, right, I'm going to go and try this. And then the first barrier they put there is put your credit card details in Try it for free, and after 30 days, we'll charge you. Uh, I, I find that quite off-putting, actually. Not that I have any problem with using the internet and putting my credit card details on there. If you're going to say it's free, make it free, and then give people the option to sign up after the, after that time. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think I, I think that. I think that's fundamentally a, a disingenuous way of trying to create relationships with people. Mm. What they are doing using that model is they're they're relying on the human uh, condition that more often than not will mean that they can't be bothered going to cancel the um, the credit card order after the after thirty days. Mm. So from a company perspective, it just increases potentially increases their sales just through the you know. The, 
some human foibles, it might increase their sales by 15 or 20 percent. And they think that 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 extra margin that they get by having deployed that model is absolutely worthwhile to them because of the revenues that they accrue. Mm. I, 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 on the other hand, I think that's that, that's frankly, forgive my friends, an ass backwards way of doing it. What you want to do is you want to be given an opportunity through you know people investing their time and attention in your proposition. You want to give you want to have those 30 days to demonstrate really how bloody good you are, mm. and uh, and then make make remove any potential barriers to anybody going through the process of assessing how bloody good you are and then at the end of 30 days you have to win your spares and if you've won your spares you're on your way you've, you've created real value and you know you've got a customer and you've done it in an open ethical and transparent fashion mm. whereas this idea that yeah it's 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 30 days, but we'll give us your credit card, but we're not going to charge you for 30 days. Um, that's not free. That's mm. in actual fact. They say it's free, but it's not. It's delayed payment. Mm. Well, uh, nine times out of 10, I uh, switch off. Uh, that's me. If, if that's how they've done it, I don't engage. I mean, if I've had looked at some of the programs that I have got, like Zero and others, they haven't adopted that model. And they do come back to you after a certain amount of time. And they've said, do you enjoy it? Is there anything that we can do to make your experience better? And now we are ready to sign up. Are you ready? And then you go ahead. And the proof's in, in really the use of it. And if it does work, I've committed all the time to actually to make it work. I agree with you completely. And uh, my, my, my default posture towards um, things that I'm buying by the web is if you say it's free, I want it to be free. If it's if it's if it's not if it's not really free because I have to invest all my credit card details and the risk that's you know that's associated with investing my credit card details into that opportunity, then I'm, I won't transact with them. It doesn't matter how good the proposition looks. I simply won't transact with them. Now next week, are we on? No travel plans. We certainly are. Excellent. My friends, I don't sleep on th I don't sleep on Thursday nights, knowing that Friday afternoon is coming along with my session with you. So, um, you know, I'm that excited by it. I don't get any snoozes that night, so I'm exhausted now because I didn't sleep at all <laughs> last night. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Stephen. We'll catch up again same time, same place next week. Keep on being a linchpin, Jason, because when you're not there, <laughs> I miss you. Have a very cool day. Take care, mate. Digital Bacon FM. Now that you have a better understanding as well as the example of my business when it comes to creating content that answers questions to people and helps them solve their problems, stay tuned for the next episode in which we'll discuss how content marketing, hate that word, as it's widely known, is actually bullshit. Mm -hmm.